Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I feel like you should really appreciate your come up. It's the most romantic part of your career. When you get past all the bullshit, then you're like, really, this was great. And it did happen for a reason, and the universe did make it go this way. A lot of the relationships that we put ourselves through are very temporary. People come in your life for a reason. Those reasons are the stories that you tell to other people. I think it's such a beautiful time right now where people are really being encouraged to celebrate their culture and celebrate their differences and celebrate things that we've maybe been made to feel ashamed of. Yo, what's up? What's up? It's Sean Leon. Hi, it's Myrna. What's up, guys? This is Khalid. Hey, what's up? It's Ali. You're listening to The Come Up Show. Get inspired. Hey, welcome to The Come Up Show podcast. My name is Chetta. I'm the host and founder of The Come Up Show. And my special guest today is Tone. He's from the production group Tone Mason from Toronto, composed of Don D and Millennius, a.k.a. Tone. Uh, they produce for artists such as Drake, Jay-Z, Big Boy, Busta Rhymes, Cardinal, Fish Child, Ludacris, The Game, and the list goes on and on and on. Tone talked about the story about finding out when they made it on Drake's debut album, Thank Me Later, the moment that when they learned Jay-Z was going to be on the song, Light Up, which coincidentally was a time that Tone wanted to give up making music. Tone also talks about why Toronto is just getting started and why Drake was our last Hail Mary. Tone on the Come Up Show podcast. Let's go! Please introduce yourself. I go by, uh, well, people know me as Melly or Millennius or Tone to uh, uh, one half of Tone Mason. And uh, my homie Don D was not here, but he's safe. He's good. I'm one half of Tone Mason. Happy to be here. Melly. Melly. Mel. Mel. Melly. Melly. Millennials. Yeah. Tone. Tone is a thing where it it was a coincidence that we happened to be be called Tone Mason because Tone has actually been a pet name I had since I was a child. So uh, big up Contagious who actually named us. So when he named us that, uh, Contagious is um. So back in the day when uh, Dondi was going to. Even of uh, York, uh, Gavin Shepard, DJ Grouch, and Contagious had a show called Soundcheck Show, and that's kind of like where the nucleus, where everything like connected to start moving, where the Avengers assembled. You know, so in a sense, we got a name out of that too. Like we were kind of bummy at first because like, like Tone Mason, um, Stone Mason, all that. I don't know, like. Not really with that, you know, so I even when people would ask me or ask any of us like, okay, uh, which what's your production team name? We kinda like murmur it like, yeah, Tom Mason, like what? Yeah, Tom Mason, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Tom Mason. 
oh, for real? All right, cool, cool, cool. But then when you start hearing it back, it's like, yeah, the name's kind of scary, but sounds really dope. <laughs> but it was Tone Mason's, and it just sounded weird, like, at first. But I was like, nah, I, I, I beg with D. I'm like, yo, let's just drop the S, man. Let's get on some rock star shit. Let's just drop the S, like Black, like, like Black the Sabbath. The S and Mason's. Yeah, let's, okay. just, let's just, just drop it, bro. I yeah. begged. <laughs> yeah. He's like, all right, cool. So he eventually just dropped it real quick. So. Yeah. Tone yeah. Mason. Yeah. So, so the only thing is, it's like, oh, so it's, so I, I thought it was more than one. Well, I thought it was like one guy. I was like, yeah, but it's, it's some rock star shit. I like it with no S. <laughs> like, so, yeah, it's been like that ever since. So, yeah. And so sound check show, you say Gavin Shepard, DJ Grouch, and? And Contagious. Contagious. Who, like I said, he named us. We were looking for a name desperately. <laughs> we needed one. So he came up with a real good creative one and. Yeah, we've been pushing. And, and at that time, was uh, three of you guys. At that time, it was yeah. three. Yeah. Name, and the, the names are so, yourself, Don D. Myself, Don D, and our former member is Lucius Brown. Lucius Brown. Yes, sir. Okay, I'm going to call you Tone. Is that fine? Is that cool? I guess. <laughs> no, it is. No, it is. Real cool. Like, when I'm in, like, when I'm in... When I'm in the U.S. or yeah. wherever, it's like when they say tone, it's like it's natural. Like, all right, cool. But when I'm home, it's like it's my name, though. But I feel it's like like I more identify with this whole millennials thing. But like it's just been a name that I couldn't think of a name even back then too. Like, what am I gonna go by? Uh, and I that was and then came up with that name. Like so, like it, it's still one of those things where it's like I'm more attached to tone because I've tone. been named that my whole entire life. Yeah. But yeah, like everyone will, like everyone knows me as Melly Millennials. Ain't gonna ever stop calling me that. So mm. like it is what it is. So welcome to the Come Up Show, man. Welcome. Finally thank made you. this happen. I, I mean, you well, you're uh, thank you for having me on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I know I was like dodging because everybody's. Uh, they they get upset and pissed off when I'm always on some yeah I don't do interview shit it's like it's not what do you mean yo like well first of all you guys don't do interviews I'm typing in your name on, on yeah, Google don't, I don't, don't see any interviews you know what the funny thing yeah. is I did that Yeah. I did that around the time when you first hit me up and I'm like it must be at least I know I did one that was like that no, not too long from that but I'm like looking for old ones and I'm like oh shit we really we're really introverted individuals, man. Mm. <laughs> we do no interviews. <laughs> so it was like, all right, let me stick my neck out there and see what's going on. Now is the time to stick out your neck as a producer because Toronto producers are on one right now. Been on one. Oh, it's it's real super sane right now. It's a good thing. <laughs> right? I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Like, it's about damn time, and we've been doing it for a while now. Yeah. So, like, yeah, it's 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 a good thing in regards to, like, like when I was saying earlier, like when I was like kind of like just done with the music, but more on the politic. And at one point, it was it's good that like even if I were to be on some, oh, no, I'm just gonna go get a, get my regular job, do my thing, and then just fall back. At least the city's good, you know. At least there's there's young cats eating right now. At least there's young cats running the game, like just just off the Sonics alone, and you can stamp our city on that. Like that's us, you know. So that's a real good thing for me, like. You know what I'm saying? I remember one like I remember one time like I was in LA. I forgot what meeting I had and yeah, man. I think it was when I first met the, this one individual called uh, Matt or Surf Club Matt, and he asked at least more than more than once, like, "Yo, what do you guys got in that water?" And I'm like, "Greatness." <laughs> And it's cleaner. <laughs> and it's cleaner. 
You know what I'm saying? But like, I was, I was dead serious. And yeah. like, but yeah, like, I'm just happy to see where everything is going. Another thing is, I like that we're out there being us and people are starting to see that we also have an identity too, even from our, our slang, from how all that stuff, like people are really starting to like get to know what was going on up north. Back when we were doing our thing like heavy, the more they would talk about Toronto or, or Canada, it's like, oh yeah, y'all got igloos and stuff. Like that. And it's like, come on, man. <laughs> it was saying? So it's like, now it's good that there's a lot of. They would clown us on so many levels. Man. They would call our money Monopoly money. They would be like, yeah. I just sit there and just drink my water, just like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keep talking. Uh, you have let's talk about the new project that you have out. Uh, oh, that thing, yeah, yeah. Speed of sound. Speed of sound, yeah. Available everywhere. Everywhere as of yes, yeah. Today's available everywhere. So, yeah. you, so I know I got heckled for that too. Where it's like, yo, bro, how come you just don't put on everything? I'm like, yo, I just want to try the waters with this Bandcamp thing, man. Shoot. Yeah. And then I'll probably put on everything else. Kind of do like the whole rock Marciano thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah. If so you want to directly support, go on Bandcamp, tonemason.bandcamp.com. Yeah. You could, you know. Give you, a few few dollars and support. Yeah, just give work. it a nice little yeah. street, a nice little spin, you know. So uh, also that as well as uh, all streaming platforms. Uh, what is it for the people who don't know? Oh shoot, I yeah. just found it today, so I forgot the link. I'm gonna I'm basically. No, have... no, 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 no. In terms of like, what is that? What do they? What can they hear? Oh, yeah. what's on it? Yeah. Oh, okay. So is basically, it a compilation like what rap it is, album. Well, no, is this, it? Yeah. It's it's mainly an instrument, a conceptual, instrumental album so and there's one song on it but it's a conceptual instrumental album where i basically take it back to around conceptually when there were we were still using tapes or cds and stuff and riding the train so like in the beginning you'll kind of hear like like you're literally sitting on the train just listening just about to listen to this thing and through each song like like it's real straightforward. So like you'll go, you like you'll see, like you'll go from one. It sounds like you're going from different beats, from one beat to the next, from this and that. Just but instead of obviously skipping on an iPod or or iPhone or like a even a CD joint, like you're just skipping through a tape deck. And uh, yeah, it just be, I like I still I didn't want it to sound too too clean or anything like that too. So yeah, I just wanted to have that concept. Like, I didn't want to just throw just beats on there. Like, uh, yeah, this is this beat, that beat. I kind of wanted it to, like, basically be a thing where it's not just a showcase of beats, but it's, like, something you can, put, like, literally just run while you're, like, on a Sunday chilling, fixing some Ikea furniture. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Just, like, just let it run. You know, so I want, I always wanted to do that, too. So I was like, all right, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to finally do that. And people always ask, oh, you have, like, a beat CD or metal, this and that there, too? And it's like... I was, I'd say, yeah, I can send some stuff, but now it's like I'd rather send something with a concept, you know, or, like, just to spray people out with something with a concept. Like, you can just let this run. Like, it's, so it's, like, it's a really cool way of showcasing what you do. And it's not just a, a sound that people are more familiar with us with. It's just, it's just showing what, it's like different. It's like it's different influences that we that have uh, soaked into our music over the years. Like dope eighty stuff. Uh, I like a lot of like soulful eighty stuff. Like like the rest in peace the the Alexander O'Neills mm-hmm. uh, deal. Uh, who else? Like uh, Renee and Angela. Like I love that shit. Like I love that analogy shit. Like you know, like that that like one way all that stuff even though like they're like around late 70s or whatever the heck they were but they I love that kind of 
like vibe. So even with the uh, like the project too, I also wanted to kind of squeeze that kind of vibe in there too. Mm. But like I said, it's just really supposed to be just not just a compilation of beats, but just like a, a, a it's just something that just plays like an album. But you can just like just let it run. What was uh what was the first thing that you guys as totally going back now in time? Yeah. What was the first like thing that you produced that was like special for you guys, notable? The first thing was it Shock Lair? Or is it there's there's some before that? CL Smooth and uh the AZ and CL Smooth. Wow. Yeah, like that was like because we had beats around that time that we heard AZ on. Mm-hmm. We picked that. We're like, uh, okay. <laughs> the Magic Hour. Yeah, the Magic Hour joints. We're like, uh, okay. But like, I really I always wanted to work with AZ. Yeah, yeah. Poet. Politician. Play it when necessary. This is AZ. I'm your host for the evening. It's Magic Hour. Magic Hour. How we gonna do this? No stress, we on the sands in Tahiti, beer chest, you bastards, dirty grand on the pinky, respect, finesse, movements like the hands in graffiti, great goose, mixed with great grand, and the kiwi is true, foes galore, rose gold, clothes galore, take paper till they close the door, either or, corner hustle or hustle on tour, and I've seen it all, nothing left but the stumble on more, and the sex is fantasia, pro campaigns on Nas, Nas is the, Nas is, is on the, He's he's in, he's on the top when it comes to the to the uh, what do you call it the the bucket list. Hmm. But yeah, man, I was happy I got my AZ record out the way, and also see how smooth too because even when I was growing up, the heck was that? When I was growing up, I used to listen to a lot of Pete Rock and see how smooth. So, of course. So yeah, so when we got that record, I was like, all right, cool. Also, in regards to so that's two thousand and five. Does that sound that's right? Two thousand. Four two thousand five yeah. yeah, and uh, but shock layers before that like I think two thousand and three back. Yeah, shock layers. That 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 one went. That one. Yeah, went that was that must that yeah, was big in the city for sure. Was big in the city. Like, it was getting yeah. poly radio play and all yeah, that. Yeah, that one was pretty. I liked that one. I liked that one. I even like when he performs it. Like it sounds hard. Like oh shit. Yeah, that's that beat <laughs> yeah, still. It's, t- like, it's timeless. It so like, yeah, like I was even yeah. So I was basically wanted to keep even the OG Tone Mason tape along those lines. When I want to do, I'll still do it. But um, yeah, this the shocker is a dope one. Our first one, actually, I should say, our first major placement was with the Rascals. It was a record. It was a checkmate and concise were on it too. But yeah, that was our first placement, like as Tom Mason. So mm. I gotta at least say like that. That's also important. That was official for you guys. That was official at the time. So and I'm not mad at that. Like, come on, like. At least our first like official placement was with you know some like Canadian rap legends. Legends. So I'm not mad at that. So like, and I still bump Cash Crop and Big Up the Mandem, of course. <laughs> Big Up the Mandem. Big Up the Mandem. So like, yeah. So you guys came together like you were a production, you know, like a triple threat basically. Like I believe was it what Dondi like was a part of a hip hop group called Nefarious, and then yeah. and then he left that group, and then he had a bunch of stuff. Well, yeah. The thing is, he yeah. So when he when that when that when uh when the Far East kind of like dissolved and everything, that was around around that time. Uh, me and uh, Lucius were young, so we would start like we would start 
kicking it with D and everything, and just he kind of basically took us under his wing. Mm. And you know, and I think around that time too, he was like he was going to university and all that too, and he was already in the game from time. So like he like with him, he he was back. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Fresh Arts. Mm, yes. That was like, yeah. So Influential. Yeah, so Don D was part of Fresh Arts as well. So, you know, him and Cardi. All, Cardi, they all, Sox. They all, they, all, they all, like, refer to each other on a first-name basis. Yeah. So, so yeah, this is like, about, like, 98 or something like that? Yeah, or like, I think even before that, I yeah. think it was around, well, I'll just throw between the, I'm guessing the years of 94 to 98. Okay. Yeah. I'm, yeah, don't super quote me on that one. But yeah. yeah. That was pretty much yeah. Like so, so even around that time when, uh, around when we were starting to make beats and, and uh, hanging around them, like we would even usually just link up with them at uh, York University, and then after that we go over to the show, link up with uh, Grouch, Gavin, and Contagious, and all that, hang out and just vibe out. So, yeah, like he was pretty much just moving on. So when we saw us doing our thing and we were doing it pretty high for like a bunch of young kids at that time. It was like to make a long story short, it's like oh, like I'll just do this and just kill shit. So, hmm. yeah. And then there was a search for the name, but uh, yeah, it was. So you guys got together. What like what are you guys working on at that time? Then that's the funny thing. Yeah. I was just thinking yeah. about that. Like what were we working on at that time? We were basically building, just building beats, just yeah. building beats, building vibes, and just hanging out, you know, and just and like um, obviously Don D would just drop game here and there, but like. It was just mainly just a bunch of young cats just bonding, but we just happened to be doing some really dope stuff with uh, the young cats as well too. Around that time, like Juice Rochester, he was the homie. He is the homie. That's still that's still the bro, man. And uh, mm. he was yeah, he was our artist. So we just decided to just develop really, but it wasn't really in a sense where yeah, we're gonna sit down and develop you and we're gonna do amazing things. We kind of believed we were gonna do it anyway, but. We just started from the ground. Like, I even used to rap and write and all that crap. Mm. So then when, even when Juice came through, it was like, right, I'm chilling. I'll do the beats. I'm all right. So at least, I, so now I could at least get all those ideas I had out uh, in my brain when it came to just building music and, like, start to, like, get my Quincy Jones on. You know, so, because I have that, 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 I, the rap thing wasn't for me anyway. Mm. Like, it was like, it was cool to sit there, right? But I was like, man, all them bars are trash, but the flows were impeccable. I'm sorry. But that wasn't going to get me nowhere. So, when, <laughs> but, uh, well, it seems like also from a longevity perspective, like everybody but the rapper could could be in the game forever, right? Producer, engineer. Evil like, at that time. Yeah. Thing. And I, I think it is kind of, I think it's kind of sad that there's, that a lot of these artists, they have only like a three to four year like range. Like you do all that work just to last for three to four years if you're lucky. Some don't even last a year. Some just last a simple wave. So I always feel that in some way, shape, or form, you gotta like. And I and I, and I think more for producers from for I know I can actually more I more speak on like myself where where with Tony somewhere because we're producers we can kind of just fall back for a bit and then just pop back up like everything's brand new like i like as much as tone mason has done i'm not dumb i know there's beer people that has never heard of us ever in their life so if we were to like land a few more projects that just went off it was like oh yo these new producers like new producers it is all right let's do this because 
when you think about it, right now, at this very moment, at this very second, there has it just probably been about a few million songs that came out. Probably in the span of one, two, three, four, five, hundred thousand songs just came out. Just like that. Hmm. By me even saying just like that, at least fifty thousand songs just came out. Music is pouring out. And it's like you know what I'm saying? So, 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 but, but at the same time, it's like every, but the biggest problem I have, not to just jump from one thing to the other, but the biggest problem I have is people really treating music like a Plinko game where I'm going to do this, this shit that's wavy and I'm going to throw it in the Plinko machine and see if it just, we got to hit, we got to hit, we got to hit, we got to hit. Our SoundCloud's bumping. Look at this shit. I'm the fucking man. I'm the greatest rapper in the world. No one could talk to me. You know what I'm saying? But, like, that's what the game really is. Or unless you're doing a little... And then watching them, <laughs> them, 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 them hits pull, pile up, you know, if you're doing whatever you got to do, but... For the podcast listeners, payola is what payola he's talking is, about. Oh yeah, this, <laughs> that's payola. The so, Birdman bur hand rub the is bur the man payola. Hand rub, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, so... But that's the thing. And that's kind of sad, too, because I think that even with the payola and even with when you're paying for this and paying for that, you're really losing a hold of reality where some people invest in that kind of stuff and they'll believe the fake shit. Like you'll have like a trillion followers, but no one really knows who the hell you are. You know what I'm saying? And it's like houseway, like, 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 what do you, what are you doing? Like, isn't that like messing with you, man? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, man, just go out there, be live and, you know, be different. Make sure your shit knocks. Make sure you have some fucking compelling shit. And trust me, the fans will follow. But like, yeah, like I, man, I can go over place with this. Uh, you were talking about. Uh, you know what? I I want you to. So take me to the time like uh right you know around the time that you produced uh Drake, uh featuring Jay Z and Wayne. Light it up. So this is thank me later, Drake's first official mm. studio album. You know, cause can you tell me of like, can, can you take me to that time of what's going on? And like, you know, this is our first like huge rapper blowing up, obviously on that level. Uh, yeah. So like around the time when I was talking about like uh, earlier where I was going to like, just kind of like, just chill off the the hip, the music. Shit. Like I was always going to make beats. Like that yeah. was one thing I was going to be like, of course I was going to always make beats. It just wasn't. Even back then, I just I was done with the the politics and all that stuff. So I was like gonna just go out the door. This is when we were still three, so I was just gonna fall back and like get a job, do my regular shit, make music on the side. Like I have. What no was what made back. you want to fall out? Like stop. I'm just sick of it. Like sick of what it was is that at the time I was like I just wasn't really feeling where where everything was. Like like well. Thing like we were at a time where the music was changing, and obviously, like even with me, we're a sound where people are more familiar with me, like doing like like out of, out of the, the group, like it was kind of like thinning, like it was kind of wasn't as strong as it once was. So it was like on top of that too, it was like I rather just not get sick of music. I rather just fall back, but not get sick of music. So I was like, all right, you know, I don't know what's going on. I'm just going to, like, just chill. The man I'm got this. We're good. So, but what happened was I landed that Drake record, and then after that I got a pub deal. So then I was like, one day we're chilling, and it's like, 
So technically, I got a job then. <laughs> so since I got this situation, so I was like, I guess I won't quit. <laughs> right, let's do this. Let's do it. Let's do it. So yeah, that's what it pretty much was. But yeah, I was, I was ready to go, man. Like I was ready to go. So you weren't feeling inspired. Yeah. So now to the to yeah. the to the to the point where yeah. so now, at the time, uh, my manager at the time, well, our manager at the time, he was uh, was it uh, two thousand nine, two thousand ten? So yeah. albums. Well, there was three albums that were supposed to come out or coming out. So there was. Drake's album there was supposed to be a re-release of some sort of the Blueprint 3 at the time okay and they were gonna try and get extra records for it and there was Lupe's album I think Lasers he was working on at the time mm-hmm. so those are three artists to aim for and I was on the phone with him I'm like alright cool so I just sat there and I just built like a bunch of ideals and then one of them was like oh shit and then I was like alright cool you know what I'm gonna I don't know what else to do with this I sent him the, a bunch of beats and that was one of them I'm like what do you think of this one it's like yo this this is this is it this is the one you, you should send this to 40 but yo you should finish this and I'm like okay meanwhile sending it to 40 it so, didn't finish it you just sent it to 40 it to 40 yeah because why Forty always likes to put like he always likes to add to stuff or why like because the thing is yeah. when you're a producer you yeah. gotta know about it like you gotta, you gotta you gotta like especially with the kind of producer he is yeah and even with with Drake like even like don't don't even trip like like I haven't been in a studio session with Drake but even with Forty was breaking certain things out to be back in there like the dude's a producer too so I even looked at that and yeah like. I'm like, all right, bro, I'll finish it. Send it to food. I'm like, yo, this is the one, man. <laughs> this is the one. What do you think? He sent me, he hit me back. He's like, yo, that shit's cracked. You want to collab on it? I'm like, duh. So, yeah, the rest was history with that. So, now, one day, or one morning or whatever, I was building beasts like about six in the morning. I'm like, man, this is too much. I got to go to my bed. <laughs> so, I go to, I, I'm about to go and knock out, and I get this phone call. And this dude screaming on the phone like, yo, we did it. Yo, yo, we did it. Yo, we got it. We got it. I'm like, dope. Dope, man. All right, cool, cool. No, no, congrats. Yo, no, we got Jay. I'm like, oh, you guys got Jay? I'm like, yo, big. No, I'm like, no, we got Jay. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. wait. We got Jay? He's like, yeah, we got Jay. I'm like, oh, So I didn't even go back to sleep that night. I just went and made more beats. He went and made more beats. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yo, listen, at the same time too, I'm like, I was still in that phase of like, I'm just going to fall back still on the music. But at least now, 
I can do the whole, you know, uh, what's what's that movie? Uh, the 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 half baked thing where the yeah. fuck you, fuck you, I fuck you. If I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna go out with a bang. You know what I'm saying? So like, I was already done with just dealing with the music politics and music because it was getting in the way of my creation, my creative side of things. So even with this record, I was like, all right, cool, man. do this one, fall back. You know what I'm saying? At least, like, at least it'll be like, what's the last record? You left record? Man, I did Drake and Jay, that Drake and Jay record just fell back. And just call it an error. Like, I didn't mind that. Because right now, like, where a lot of producers are at right now, there's a lot of amazing opportunities and a lot of amazing things that are happening for them and a lot of amazing things happening around them, even with social media, this and that and, there and so forth. Like, even around the time when I was about to fall back, there wasn't even a lot of, like, there wasn't even a lot of um, festivals and stuff going on mm. like there is today. Like, back then, a lot of artists that were even doing their thing back then would have loved to have all the festivals that there are now for a lot of young artists to get their thing out there, get their thing going out there. So, like, for what that record was, I was like, all right, cool. I can at least get this out the way, fall back. Like, I, I just expected, all right, cool, we have a, we have a, we have a, J, uh, sorry, a Drake record. We actually had... That wasn't the first one. There was supposed to be one. Um, there was one that we were supposed to work on before, but they wanted to change the drums on that. And I was like, oh, I'm going to change the drums on that. <laughs> Another <laughs> like, record. Yeah, it was okay. what we were going to work with first. Cause I, but, but uh, yeah, I that was one we were going to work with first. And then after I went and did uh, the the what was the start of the light beat. So, like, I'm happy I did that, too. <laughs> because, like, at least with that, if they're going to be on some, yo, we're going to, yeah, I like this, that's going on, but we're going to drop the drums, I would have been upset. Mm. Been, no, you can't, you can't get rid of these. You can't get rid of these. Like, the drums are like your your baby, basically. Yeah, yeah. Like, the other ones, I'll be yeah. like, all right, cool. Yeah. All right, cool, let this rock. Yeah. I can use it for something else. But those ones, and I'm like... Yeah. Well, why would anybody want to train the drums on that track? <laughs> yeah, it's like, I mean, you can't, you can't, can't do all that. You gotta, but there was, it was never an issue where he brought that up. So I was like, all right, cool. But uh, yeah, they've he, he gave me the word on that, and I was like, cool. And then the the next time he hit me up, forty or your yeah, manager, uh, forty. Okay. The the next time he hit me up was to see if I saw an interview. With uh, Jay, uh, with with Drake in it, and he's like, "Yo, did you see? Did you see he mentioned you?" I'm like, "Nope, I don't know what you're talking about." And I guess at the time he was there for that interview when he was doing it, but I guess he didn't realize that they didn't air it yet. Mm-hmm. So I guess uh, I'm not sure if it was like Rap Radar or something, but they're hitting them up about all the artists that he's working with that are stateside and all that, but. What about the artists that are, or are you working with any artists or producers from the city? And then that's where, yeah, he bigged us up. So, like, that situation was so tight-nipped, I didn't tell, like, nobody. Mm. Nobody. So everybody found out when that interview came out. So then my phone, I woke up to my phone. The album wasn't out yet, or was it? To, uh, to the to the what was going to be on the album, which was the, uh, the, the, okay. the J record. Okay. So, yeah, I woke up to that shit. That was <laughs> like... It was a surprise. What was that moment like, man? Not only Drake, obviously, in that platform, but Hove. Hove? Come yeah. on, man. Yeah, and he, yeah, that was... The thing is, is it's, yeah. it's... Like, let's just say... I don't know. I felt we were eventually, some point in our life, going to get a J-verse somewhere. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? So, like, so when it happened, it was like, I want to be more excited. 
But I feel like this was supposed to happen. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, well, it was it was dope, man. Like, it's 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 Jay, man. So, and it's two of them. Like, that ain't an easy combination to get together, you know. So, I looked at it that that was another reason why I looked at it as as a thing where I don't mind falling back now, you know. So, like, but I didn't. But uh, it was yeah, it was it's it's it's, it's a it, the next the next like artist I really want to go in and just tear shit up is just Nas you know like now I'm good actually no I'm not but still like the, out of, the, out of the, the the powerhouse like the, the Mount Rushmore it's like yeah. Yeah, I'm good I got I, 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 I've 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 you know accomplished the shit that my younger self wanted he wanted this record he wanted that record he wanted to hook up his person he wanted to make records with these people all this stuff I'm gonna make that still happen for that kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I feel a lot of people should still do it. Either. Like, doesn't matter how old or how young you are, man. Just if you if you really want to still even work with artists that are not as relevant as they once were, but they meant a lot to you, just do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're at a we're at a place where music is like in a weird limbo where it ain't shit, but yo, it is shit. You know what I'm saying? Because there's just so much music out there. So it's so, like, yeah, man, just do it. Like so that so even with that like that just that that came bef- like more before we I even expected it to to happen and I, I didn't expect it to just be to to be I only expected the record to just be just Drake doing his thing but when that came I'm like all right cool I'm like all right cool I'm not mad at that and not mad at that like shit I was celebrating for somebody else <laughs> at one point when when uh forty told me I'm like ah oh, dope do your thing bro yeah <laughs> don't know Toronto and when it was mad I'm like. Even better, shit. But yeah, like it. I there's still a lot of artists that I even want to work with that are like not really people would really people like even see us really working with like songwriters like like Sia. Like I really want to work with her like mm. any day, any day. Let's do it. From like I seen her write from when she wrote Diamonds uh, for Rihanna. For Rihanna. I was like, no wonder Rihanna sounded like she had some nice bars on that shit. And then she did a lot more stuff. I'm like, yo, man, anytime of the day I'm working with that girl. That's what's up. Hmm. But, yeah, there's still that. Yeah, there's still, I don't know, my brain's kind of blank. I'm still trying to think of other artists that I would, that I still need to have on Tone Mason Records. Hmm. Well, you got Young Jeezy on the... We got, we got the Jeezy and we got a Rick, we got Rick Ross and Tori from home, so... That was that was good too. So which uh, tr- track was the Rick Ross and the Tory? It was called. It's called Like Them. Yeah, and it's on the yeah the last Jeezy album, or his last album on Def Jam or something. Young Jeezy album. Okay. Yeah. So you got the ro- rose. Yeah, got the rose verse. The rose verse. <laughs> yeah, there was a thing where apparently we did work with uh, Ross back in the day, but that's false. We work with him now. So. <laughs> So uh, you you were saying uh, before, like earlier, uh, where you know there's all you know we have all the attention, all these amazing things that are happening, but you see people getting lazy. Well, in regards to just the creative side of things. Ah, okay. No, 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 not in regards to like, yo, there's a lot of workhorses in the city. I cannot take that away. Yeah. But on the creative side, it's like I was just in another studio the other, like just now before I came, and I swear I heard that song before. Mm-hmm. kind of thing because like people are really just they're playing it safe a little too much now where there's still people being innovative and creative and making like different stuff 
but it's it's being oversaturated with what works, what people think what works in regards to where the sound is, the content, even down to the beats, all that. Like people are playing it really safe right now. And you can only play it safe for so long until things start to become very redundant. And I think that's where it, it's not like it's 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 about to edge towards that well, sorry, I'll keep it a buck. It's redundant as hell out there. It's redundant as hell. Like I like to be able to differentiate between certain artists I listen to, and it's very complicated to do that now nowadays. Cause, like, even when there was artists that were that were doing their thing back in the day, because there weren't so much artists and so much producers just that go on, and things took longer to come out. Like an album could have been done today, and that album's probably gonna come out December. You know what I'm saying? So like, there was always that like obviously because there was there was obviously way less home studios than you have no there was more of a waiting process there was more of a you had to you had to be on point with your shit because you were really putting it down like putting the money down for it and time was money now it's like you can wake up in the morning yawn and then make a banger that could change your life which is cool but in the long run is it mm-hmm. you know like it's good to see a lot of like a young cats get money and, and and a lot of artists out there do their thing but like in the long run are we like are we going to be listening to this where we're at right now are we going to be doing this 2 years from now i would love to say 5 years but let's be real are we going to be doing this next year are we gonna be doing this year before that but like that's just my opinion but i'm a person i'm not going to go online and make noise and complain about oh this ain't real hip hop oh this ain't this and that my way of doing that is just making music and making what I want to make and creating what I want to create and trying and what is a challenge for me is how do I get this sound to to work today? What I have, what I hear in my head, the sounds I want to use, how can I get that to work with what's going on today? So, yeah, like, you got you to gotta humble yourself with that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people, a lot of these guys think they got hot this, hot that. I'm like, nah, man, like, how long is that going to stay hot, man? We're in, the, we're in the era of straight microwaved shit. Like, it's, it's a scary place when you know there's so much great music out there. But now it's like we're all becoming record diggers. We literally have to go online and dig for some dope shit. You know what I'm saying? Because there's so much stuff just rising to the top. But, like, what are a lot of these artists doing to make things different? Like, mm-hmm. What do you, like, like, my best way of always reminding myself is I live in Toronto. This pot is supposed to not just be plain it's supposed to have different elements i might love this kind of hip-hop a lot but i'm not just gonna make my whole shit this i used to chill in the backseat of my mom's my pop's car listening to like a like a am 640 all that kind of stuff i'm incorporating that in my shit all that different kind of music that i was listening to back in the day i'll incorporate that in my shit I'm saying I didn't come up just listening to just one wave and then keeping it that. So even when the good glory days of the 94s and 95s came around, like, like it wasn't just, there's a lot of songs that I heard or a lot of dope tracks that I heard, but what also made me connect with them is because even the samples they used, chilling in my mom's car, dad's car driving somewhere, I heard that shit. Oh, I like how they did that. You know, and then that turns into, oh, I'm going to buy a bunch of CDs and start reading credits. Because I want to see what they used. I want to see who produced it. And, you know, like it was like that's that's actually where this whole bug for for music came from with me. It was just it's just 
reading booklets. It's just it's just finding out just cool shit. Like you start to hear shit that you've heard in your past, even at that age, and then you just want to connect the dots. So that's what I was pretty much doing. Like I'll buy like Cypress Hill albums from like ninety, like what was that Temple of Boom? All that shit. Artwork was fucking nuts on that. I'm looking on the credits. Like that shit was fun to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like you like you get that package, you know. So like what I do is uh, you get the package on rapid look through all that. Yeah. So I even try to incorporate that in my vibe when I make music. You know, so like you can kind of hear it sometimes. Like even when I we have like that Kennedy Roll record on there where I literally wanted to put us in a place where it's like, say it's the '80s in Rinyard, you're in Jamaica, and they say Shaka Khan's gonna come through and you know record some shit. What would you do? Okay, it's the 80s. Shaka Khan's coming through. What would I make? That's what I would make. So, like, to the point I just called the beat the Wrath of Khan. Like, even naming beat specific things still does help even when people want to pick stuff. Because, like, even with me and y'all can, I don't know, people can rip this off if they want. I don't care. So what I do is, uh, as long as great, great and better music comes out of it. So what I usually do, all the beats, like, if I send out shit, Every beat I send out has a different picture on it. So when you play it on iTunes, you'll see a, a picture or a different kind of picture. What that's supposed to do is when you have writer's block, look at the picture. What do you want to create? Now, do you, does that help? It's like, you know, like like a lot of producers nowadays have like sound packs or, or, or like sound packs going around there where it helps you with beat block and all that stuff. So that's kind of my way of helping an artist I never worked with yet. So when you make you make, do you name the beat or no? Oh hell yeah! Okay, so you name the beat. A lot of the beats, like yeah. some of the beats, even end up being. Tracks. Give me a sp- one specific example. What name of the beat and what artwork did you choose for it? Oh, uh, the Wrath of Khan. What was that? That was literally Shaka Khan on that joint. Okay. <laughs> I just put Shaka Khan. So on. you literally you named it like Wrath of Khan. Like you you're yeah. thinking these thoughts like if yeah. Shaka Khan is coming through the studio, what yeah. would I make? Yeah. This is how it's gonna sound. The name of the song and the artwork, mm. and then you send that off. So that you're obviously influencing them so many different ways. Yeah. From the sound to the name yeah. to the artwork. Because the thing is with me, like I like. I can only be. That's int- what a producer does, right? Yeah, like I, yeah. I'm, me, my my attention span has become very, 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 very short. So I even have to sometimes treat people how I would treat myself. Like I, I gotta stay interested. Like my brain is always is. So I'm always thinking. So it's like, if I'm sending out music to somebody, or even if someone's at the crib, or even in the lab there, and we're running beats off of just like iTunes and stuff, they'll say, oh, "That's a dope pick. Good. You like that beat? All right, cool." If you, got, if you don't have anything to write about, just look at that pic. Come up with some ideas. You know, like, that's the work I do when I'm not there. So, like, besides just make the beat, I'll at least do that. So, like, it's, a, it's a little things, you know what I'm saying? So, I like to do that. So, 
like I said, y'all can rip it off of that whole idea off all you want as long as I hear some better music out there. More better music because I can't say this, the music's trash today. For me to say today's music is trash, that would just be a complete lie because I've been hearing a lot of amazing stuff. It's just that there's so much stuff you got to comb through to get to that. Exactly. And sometimes you even got to make an adventure out of that. Like I was, like I was saying earlier where it's like, you got to put yourself in a world where you're literally digging for records, but you're, digi- you're digging for it, digging for new stuff digitally. You you have like your record crates that you could call that, that, that are basically SoundCloud and all that stuff. You're going to go in, let it run on a Sunday doing like, fixing your Ikea furniture and stuff or whatever. You're going to find some new stuff you never heard before. You'll be like, oh, what's that? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Hmm. So it's, uh, t- uh, I wonder, like, you just share, uh, you know, a story where you almost gave it up or you wanted to fall back. What, w- what would you say was the most frustrating, the lowest point m- moment that you can share with us? I can't think of a better answer, but my best go-to answer for that mm. is around the time when I was going to just stop. Like... And that happens, like, I get that How feeling. often does ha- that happen? Yeah, I still even get yeah. that. I still yeah. don't get it. I still get it. Yeah. But, yeah, that time, it was the first time I was actually dead serious. Like, oh, and, it, and, and I knew I was serious because I was comfortable with it. Like, I was, like, I was really comfortable with it. Like, sometimes just like, yeah, I'm going to do this or I'm going to, you know, stop going to this, this or that there and so forth. And it's like, you still got to think about it. Me, I was like, I'm good. And then all the other stuff came after that. So it was like, all right, I'm still here. <laughs> that was a sign yeah, to keep like, going. I was like, right, I guess I, I, can't, I, guess I, was, I, guess I can't stop. You were saying I got to keep going. So, But what I have been doing even around that time too is still trying to find, I know for me personally, myself sonically, where like I don't want to have, I don't want to come back and just do what's hot. Like I really want to be able to have something be identifiable. I'll use a better example. So back in the day, I would hear a mix show or anybody would hear a mix show and then you you know when a premiere record was coming on when they're blending that shit in. Like, you could feel it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you heard you, you and you heard that distinctiveness. You heard that. Like, I don't want to use all the atypicals, the Pete Rocks, I'm this and that. Like, yeah. like, but it's true though. It's like, um, you had like, the Timberlands, the Neptunes. Yeah, when they, when that, when their records blended in, you knew what was up. And even when they did do different shit, you still heard them. You still heard them in that. Like, even when Timbo even linked up with Danger, the Danger Hands, and then it was like a new Timbo. It was still the same Timbo, but he found himself in fuck, in, 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 in Danger Hands and in Bomb. The Nelly album, all these dope stuff, he was just killing it. But it was like a mighty morphed up freaking Timbo. His sound was able to just carry for several years, and no matter, no matter what he threw at it, it was still adding to his legacy. He was still making dope shit, but he still was not being somebody else. He was still being Timbo. He still is Timbo. You know what I'm saying? And that's a great thing. I don't know what the hell is in that water. Like, from the Neptunes, from Timbo, from Knots, those are very creative people. And I, and I know it's me. I'll keep it real. I need people like that. I need creators like that around. I feel... The to pain, inspire you. To inspire. And also yeah. to just... Just to, just to make the... the make the sound the game the music just blossom more because we're we're in a we're in a game where it's still young it's only about what 40 years 43 yeah young. like even if when i like chat with maestro and shit like i'll be honest with you he's one of if not the youngest rappers i know 
when it comes to talking to someone, when it comes to just seeing, like, when it comes to just being around or speaking to a youthful energy, it's just coming from an older person. Are you inspired to create in this environment where the world's paying attention to Toronto? Of course. I feel that why not be a part of it? Like, if you're a producer or artist that has been making music, like, even before my time, like, and you're from the city, like, make music, man. It's a good time. You know, like, we haven't seen this kind of energy, this kind of, like, love. I know in my amount of time I produce, you don't really see love like this in the city. So it's like, you you might as well just, you know, just get with it. You don't have to like every everything everybody else is liking. But mm-hmm. Just, but just love what's underneath it all, and that's just the the city actually really more coming together than ever. There's still it's still clicky. Let's not let's not play no games here. It's still a clicky ass city with the passive bullshit. But besides all that, yeah, it's you know what I'm saying. Like there's still there's so much that the city has to offer, and like I said, it's still very young. So there's so much more that it could still offer, even down to artists that were popping back in the day. They could still do the thing now. Even producers, they could still do the thing now. The game hasn't got rid of me. The game hasn't got rid of D. <laughs> like we're still here. D's even more on some downtime, chilling, like doing his thing more. But like, come on, man. All D has to do is yawn and then be on some Iron Melly. Just I got this. But I, I even with him as well too. It's like that's how. I've, I I just off of how he moves, I just more learn how to not stress things like I always do as much. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, in a sense, I let this whole Toronto up, uprising thing just be, a, a just I just turn it into a pillow, a pillow and just lay on it happy, like, good. Because this is, I can't lie, this is what I was waiting for. I was mm-hmm. waiting for the city to look like this. I was waiting for the city to, to vibe like this. Like, so now that it's happening... I'd be the dumbest fool in the world to be mad about it. So I, I think it's a beautiful thing that right now everyone's just going in and doing their thing. But like even back to the whole subgenres thing, like that's what I really want to see this Toronto start doing and like just just spearheading. Like we have a sound, but let's give them more. You know let's take charge. Let's still keep doing what we're doing with the sound sonically. Yeah, but. Let's give them more elements of Toronto because it's taken about damn near a very long time for us to get in this position. And That's like what's I, really going to continue to 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 make us in another space. And what Cardi was doing, man, like, yeah. you know, how the Caribbean, as an example, yeah. the Caribbean influences, I loved, right? I love them people yeah. finally, finally got out. I, I love them people finally started embracing yeah. that. Like, it was it was really a thing where, like, even before everyone and their mom started busting out the patois left, right, and center, like even when I, like, even like in stateside, like if I go back in the day, I would walk into a meeting or go into a studio. Like the one, the one, the one fool that always been mocking my shit for years is Game. His Game was mocking you, not like disrespectfully. So like, say if yeah. I go into the lab with him, or yeah. like I link up with Stack Wall, big up, yeah, and we go into the lab. Yeah, as soon as I open my mouth, yo, walk on, Brigitte, and I have to sit there. And then, and then, what makes it even worse, Stat will go off for like fifteen minutes. Like I remember that guy came and checked me one day, and that guy was spewing every curse word. Like every what? Pot, don't, <laughs> 
probably old grandmothers while listening stuff. That's why I even told him, like, bro, you can't be yelling that stuff. And his old, old West Indian ladies and everyone around for you to hear that, bro. And he's like, come, boom, boom, I'm like, what? In my hallway, bro. It's worse enough. Your Yankee ass walks into my crib and doesn't take off your damn boots. Like it's a Cosby show. Take off your Tim's, bro. Take, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> Well, yeah, like it's like I like I like even though it's annoying to live like even when I would walk in and just hear all that shit, it's like it's so it sounds so corny, but it's like you know what I, I liked it. And even when I would do interviews and stuff, not interviews, sorry, uh, exactly because you don't do interviews. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> so when I do when I do meetings and stuff, uh, they like I remember one in particular for, for who it was with. They're like, uh, so where are you from again? I'm like Toronto. It's like. Yeah, you're saying, yeah, I had, a, I had a meeting with a wonder the other day. Y'all talk alike. I'm like, good. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was like, all right, cool. Niggas are still being themselves out here. They ain't, because you know, like the Caravana thing, where as soon as like the Friday Caravana comes around, all of a sudden, yo, Wagwan, Wagwan will turn into, yo, I'm saying love. No, I got this. I'm saying I got my hotel at the Marriott right there. It just starts turning into that shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Torontonians so, would play off like they're Americans uh-huh. when it was Caravana fun, back in the day. Back in the day. Fun, yeah. fun fact for y'all young cats out there. But yeah. yeah so, um, that was one of the things that actually made me. Now, happy. Americans are playing off like they're Torontonians. Yeah, Isn't it, that crazy? It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Like I said, I used to be in the lab just sitting there laughing, just like these. These sound so dumb, <laughs> but um, uh, but I like the fact that, like, what we have is is very like uh, what's a good word? We have a character that is very like you can't help contagious, but, like, yeah, that, infectious. That's the word. Though that's the next word too. What does he win, folks? All right, so yes. <laughs> <laughs> infectious and yeah. contagious and infectious it, yeah. it very it really is that like so because like if i just go down to places like that and i'd be myself like even when they mock you it's a good thing they know that you are this individual they know that this oh the, the nigga from toronto yeah that's him over there you, you, yeah. you can't miss him watch him open up his mouth you're supposed to say that you know what i'm saying like this is that's that dude right you now, have a man. unique identity you have a you're unique respected identity for that. you know what i'm saying so when i when i hear that and I see stuff like that. That's that stuff. Low, that really makes me happy. It's like good, keeping it together. You know what I'm saying, and I'm happy we're finally embracing the fire that we are. You know, and yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like yeah, it it, it did kind of take for us to like I was explaining earlier to to throw that hail mary and the hail mary worked. You know what I'm saying. So like, but but like the hail mary was worth it. You know what I'm saying. Like it was still able. We see how people work, and the hail mary, I mean, is for those that. I like what the hell is this guy talking about? The Hail Mary is pretty much Drake. Let's keep it a buck. That was our last at that point in time Hail Mary, where we threw that fucking ball and we hoped for the best. We walked away, we looked back, and shit was popping, and we're like, "Yeah, all right, cool, 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 cool." Because even when I saw that, I started to know. Yeah, and then we finally really started embracing ourselves because, like, you know, I was trying to see a cold sign left, right, and center. But you know what, frigate, like, this is we need, we need this. You know what I'm saying? Regarding a, regardless of what we want to feel or think about, like, what was going on back then to what's going on now, we need this. Like, we need to we need to have a lot of our artists just getting theirs now, finally. Other than just, like, you know, just us always just doing amazing shit and not really getting acknowledged for it. Now we can. Hmm. And now, we're ta- now we have taken over, like, uh, just music. And it's a dope thing. You know, so... Oh. I, that's what I want to keep going, but I, d- I definitely want to have more stronger subgenres. 
of like what Toronto has to offer because we could really have what New York had. Yeah. And I think it's also good too that Mans are finally starting labels, which is a good thing too because producers are starting labels. Producers are starting labels too with that too. So like I think it's a good thing for that too as well because we can't New York wasn't New York with just Def Jam. It needed it's it needed its duck downs. It needed Tommy its priorities. Boy. It needed its Tommies. It yeah. needed this all, all these different dope labels. Even from the beginning, like Sugar Gang, they needed all these labels and all these houses to create this world, mm. this mecca. You know what I'm saying? Like that's where hip hop came from. Like shoot, that obviously you're gonna see a lot of that, a lot of different things blossom, and like that's what I I want to also see for Toronto too. Like now you're starting to see the labels now, where it's not just an OVO thing. No, now it's like all right, you got this label, you got this label, you got this label linking up with a universe, you got this label getting distributed by a Sony, you got this label. It's 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 happening slowly, but it's still happening. Like so, remember like I've been saying like hit, like Toronto is still a very young city. Yeah, we're getting into that phase now because we're still a young city. You know, so now we're getting into the Sugar Hill Gang and Def Jams and the Priority Records. But we're finally getting into that early, at the end of the early mid '80s to to so far. Now we're finally getting into okay. No well, you're saying there. even the night, the golden era of Toronto hasn't even started yet. We had a preview. She okay, but that doesn't take anything away from what's been accomplished. Yeah, because I because I think what's also cool shit was when we still have a really dope back catalog where we could still where people when they want to learn more about just the music or like the hip hop and R and B music of like that was coming out of the city, we can at least go back to the ninety fours when like Easy on Emotion and all that stuff came out. We still can go back to like great music. Mm. And so, but the thing is, a lot of those cats didn't have anywhere close to the opportunities that a lot of these young cats are having right now. So, we still got to, that's that era still means a whole lot, but it's still kind of like a preview of like what this city has to offer. And the good thing about it too is that even those cats from back in the day, they're still here. They're still involved. They're still young. You know, so it's just like, if they're not, they're obviously, I'm not going to say a lot of them are rapping or nothing, but they still got their hands and they're still, men, they're still uh, uh Maybe a manager artists. or they, maybe they, yeah, so they're still men, there. a mentor or. Yeah, like you never know. They might have yeah. did some great things back in the day, but maybe yeah. their, their true purpose was to get this artist to a next level, but they had to be themselves back in the day doing great things to at least get that experience to now work mm. with the next artist to get them to a to a level even bigger than where they once were. So, yeah, that's why I'm kind of calling, yeah, I'll stick with it. It's a, it's, it, it, was, we, it was an amazing preview. I'm, so now what's coming out of that preview right now is what the future holds f- for the city, for our younger artists now. So We just can't let all our youngins I'm get. also learning from your conversation from you as well, mm-hmm. too, to, 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 don't, to never give up. You know what I mean? Like, oh, like, I always... Because you never I, know. I always, I always yeah. say, man, like, yeah, I, I, I did contemplate seriously leaving and then just you know just doing just 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 being a fan of music but i would say man perseverance is power like that's where that like anything you do to persevere you need power to do it you need to have the power to get off your ass you need to have the power to like hear no daily you gotta you gotta have the power to do that you gotta have the power to persevere perseverance is power i still like the fact that i can 
still be in the game and get busy. You know, and 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 still be creative even after falling back for a bit. You know, like because I wasn't like I needed to like step my shit up. Like I remember one time, I was like just trying to just create new shit or something different. Like I was going through like a one of the, one of those serious beat blocks, but I was still making beats. But you could tell, like, bro, you need just 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 you don't have to save that one. <laughs> it was one of those. So yeah, so D D was listening to sorry D was listening to a bunch of them. And one thing about that 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 I res- that me and D have a respect with each other is that we don't lie to each other, like we don't like you know what I'm saying. It's like if I I, I like I can't be around certain people to get a real opinion. I gotta be around someone that just is a damn well damn near robot. Where it's like, is this good, D? Well, I like this about it. This he gets real Obama-ish with his shit, you know what I'm saying? But like he'll still he he'll still be 100 about it because I can't have that person like yeah that shit's amazing oh that's dope man that's fire like that's good yay you're motivated you're keeping me going but no you're lying to me at the same time you know what I'm saying? D will sit there and say nah man and there's a lot of cats out there that 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 a lot of these these other these artists out there need in their life is a person that doesn't mind saying no. Like, nah, that Namekit, do it again. Nah, that Namekit, do it again. A person that doesn't care if you're saying, yo, no, you're hating. That shit was hot. No, you're hating. My project was hot. Like, you know what I'm saying? You need to, like, like if you're going to, you need, like, to, to, to have, like, an honest opinion around you at all times. Because you don't want to be out there looking crazy. And then the same person that could have told you the truth was like, oh, well, I don't know. Yes, you do know. You could have easily just said, nah, bro, you got to fix that. But you're trying to be so nice and supportive. You said, man, that shit is hot. Even though you knew the shit was trash. I don't need those around my circle. We really need those people. Not all, like they would need them around other rap- rappers, everybody, because there's just too much stuff out there to pollute it. Yeah, exactly. So like you, you, you like you need those people that'll keep it a buck, but you definitely do not need those people that are always gonna say nice things to you. Like don't listen to anybody that says that that shit is good. That's a liar in your circle. Keep them far out. That was amazing. No, no, no. If it wasn't, even if you feel it's amazing, it's always good to at least know that someone, even if they say it's whack, they just they they're at least keeping it a buck with you. They're not gonna let you go out there. Even if you do go out there and then put out some shit that makes you look crazy, and then the world gives you that energy back, like yo, that's just crazy. I don't know what's wrong with you, bro. At least you can at least think about, well, yeah, well, my homie did keep it a buck with me still. I didn't listen to him. <laughs> Mm. But all these lying, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, that's why I feel it's very important, you know, like, cause that's like that's what I know. That's what I've always. That's what kept me better. That's what kept the better. That's what kept us all better. Like just being real with each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, 100%. and when and when you're having everyone saying that's great all the time, it's like that only gets you so far. I go. I meet plenty of people. Well, you could tell, yeah, a lot of motherfuckers told you you were great all the time, didn't they? Uh, what would you like to say to to Toronto simple, creatives? Simple, yeah. simple, simple. I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk in social media terms now. Okay. Hey, let's have a challenge, right? To rappers, producers, singers, you could do the ten year challenge. Let's see if you could do not really do what these artists these that have been able to stand the test of time like and i mean the young artists like the drakes the kendrick sell them can you make it to 10 years instead of three or four 
That should be the real challenge. How long do you think your money really is in this game in regards to keeping, staying, staying a relevant artist and still making dope shit, whether it's thought provoking or just like straight party stuff? How long can you make it last for? Like the one person that impressed the shit out of me was Fetty Wap. Like I was like, man, listen. But then I'm like, oh, 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 I actually like that one. That impressed me. But he didn't make it past the three or four years. You know what I'm saying? Like of of a straight, you know, like you got the Drakes, you got the J. Coles, you got the Nickies, you got the, you got the, shoot, you even got the Big Sean's. You even got, all, you got a lot of these people, of the Drakes, obviously. You got a lot of these people that came out around that time between 08 and 2010 that are still killing shit. But a lot of artists after that, a lot of like a year or so after that, all those the uh, the artists that have been coming out are only able to last about like four years if you're lucky. So the real challenge is my challenge. My last thing is like, can you make it past four years? Can you make it to ten years? If you're serious about being in this music shit, you're serious about doing either legendary shit or amazing shit. If you really think you can stay around with what you got, and if you really think that you have something different to offer to Toronto sonically that could keep us going like the Kendricks and all them please I challenge you <laughs> the 10 year challenge 10 year challenge I'm saying like I've been around for almost 20 Dondi been around for almost 30 you know what I'm saying and we're still here you know what I'm saying so can you make it past four years I should make that more be the challenge. Can you make it past four years? If you can make it past four years, I think you'll be able to see how dope of a how dope a real how dope of a, an important artist you are by the time you make it past that four years and you're still killing shit. Like I, you'll obviously, I feel that if you can make it past that, you'll see the reward. You know, but see how do they do that though? Is it in their intentions? Because you can't say make this type of sound. No, no, no. Is that's it, what I'm saying. Don't yeah. make, just just do what, yeah. whatever you're doing, whatever yeah. you're doing, man. Like. Like it doesn't have to be like like trap or whatever's like at the top of the, the top of the tier right now. Just can you stay in our minds and our hearts for more than four years? You know what I'm saying? Because we are obviously our, our attention span is going shorter. But can you stand that test of time? Can you be around that long? Can I keep hearing dope shit from you? Because I you must be doing dope shit if I'm still hearing from you how many odd years later. Can you do that? Can you be that person? If you care to be, you know, like, so yeah. Oh yeah, and perseverance is power. Don't know. Oh, and uh, yeah, uh, Tom Mason, the speed of sound. Uh, you could stream it and pick it up on all streaming platforms, also as well as Bandcamp. Uh, you could follow us or uh, bother us or whatever y'all do. On IG, which is Tone Mason, uh, Twitter, which is Tone Mason as well, and yeah, big up on yourself, stay safe, and God, Godspeed, and I don't know, you know what I mean. I just these these things make me nervous. I don't know what else to really. <laughs> you talk do about. you do well, man. I ramble like a mother. Well, we I'm, did. Well. My mom might hear this interview, so I'm not gonna say all the bad word them. But <laughs> that's why you don't want to say all the words. Big up, big up, my big bro Dandy every day, all day. Big up all the man them. Big up Toronto. God bless. Godspeed. Yo, what did you think of my conversation with Tone on the Come Up Show podcast? That was a real, true, exclusive. 
subscribe to the Come Up Show if you haven't already. And with that said, if you're listening to this on SoundCloud, if you're a heavy Come Up Show listener, you've been listening on SoundCloud, we've switched to a new podcast provider. We're going to be moving away from SoundCloud in the near future. So if you're on Apple, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And if you're on Android, there's tons of options. Just head over to thecomeupshow.com slash forward slash podcast and subscribe so you are notified when a new episode drops each and every Wednesday. It's your boy Chetel, y'all. Catch you on next Wednesday. Peace.